Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time once again to jump out on the ledge and realize that that hangover you have is because of a bad, bad night. This is one of those hangovers. Your lady left you, your dude ditched you, you just lost your job, and you found out that that baby that you're just putting through college is a stripper from Poughkeepsie. My name is Brian Anthony wow. Davis. <laughs> Welcome to the Steelers hangover. Week three he was ugly. But what's handsome are my two friends here, Tony Defio and Shannon White. Gentlemen, how are you? Let's start with Tony. What's up, buddy? Actually, when you, uh, <laughs> after, that, after that opening, I don't feel so, one or two doesn't seem so bad. I'd rather have that problem than what you, how you described uh, what one or two would be like with your family or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm. I'm I'm doing pretty well considering. How about you? You know what? I've lost my job in the past. I've my I've had my wife, my the ex Mrs. Bad leave me. So um and uh the baby uh I, that's never quite happened. Uh, <laughs> it, it was close, but it's never quite happened. Um Shannon, what's going on, my man? Just uh Trying to keep a head above water. After yesterday, it's been, uh, you know, I, I'm ashamed to admit that the how the Steelers play and how the results, uh, you know, the game goes, I let it affect me as much as I do. But um, I've just had to walk away for a while and 
and I'm ready to come back now and talk some Steelers football. Absolutely. So let's just say this. Yeah, it is okay to be mad. <laughs> they sucked. And if you watch the press conference with Mike Tomlin afterwards, he took the blame. He doesn't do that as much as Ben Roethlisberger does. Ben Roethlisberger does it all the time. Mm-hmm, you right. know? So, I mean, I, th- I think that's his thing. When If something happens at home, somebody somebody leaves the jar off the, pen- the peanut butter at the Roethlisberger house, it's like, hey, this is on me. I let the family down, but you know we're going to do better. That's him. Tomlin doesn't do that as much. So when Tomlin <laughs> takes responsibility, that's a big thing. But he also pinned responsibility on his players. And there's something that he said over and over and over again, and it is, we will absorb the negativity and resolve to do better. And that's really not much you could say, but when they had two questions left on the press conference, fellas, this was a really interesting thing. Somebody started and he cut whoever it was off because he goes, don't ask me if I'm happy about the way something went. We just got our butts kicked. And, right. and uh, let's see, CA sk- still, excuse me, CA steel is saying we ran out of bullets. Um, yeah. So he mentioned that they ran, the team ran out of bullets on that fourth down play. I'm not sure what that means. Tyler Boyd comes out today, Pittsburgh kid. Mm-hmm. From the Cincinnati Bengals, and his words are, they gave up. We made them quit. So that's the first question, fellas. As But before I, I ask that question, keep in mind, friends, you got your, it's okay to be a mad. And it's okay to come to this forum and talk it out. This is a support group today. Because, as Shannon said, it affected him today. He had to walk away from it. And... The thing about that for me is, yeah, you know what? This is our fantasy world. We watch football to escape. We watch to feel good. We watch to root and live vicariously through a football team. And that's that's kind of what we do. And so it's okay to be down. Um, you just don't, you don't take it out on your family. Realize that, hey, there's a lot more that, there's a lot more to be thankful for. If this is the worst thing that happens, that it's going to be a good week and hope that they can absorb the negativity and resolve to do better. And we've seen them do that in the past. So that's a thing. So that's a disclaimer. Was it going to happen? No, we're, we're going to talk about that, but let me ask you fellows first, how do they absorb the negativity and resolve to do better? Is that easier said than done? Shannon, I've been trying to figure that out about what they can do to improve. And, uh, you know, they all claim that they don't pay attention to social media. They don't listen to our podcast, you know, um, which, you know, as a professional athlete, a lot of times it's probably the wise thing to do. Um, but I think you have to look at, you're having three important contributors hopefully coming off of the hour this week. And, you know, if you could say, well, I'm going to sign a, um, a top defensive lineman to bring in uh, to help you, well, you know, you lost a Lulu and we're going to bring in a, a new right tackle that hasn't played for you this year and some smooth. All right. We're having some trouble with Shannon there uh, with his connectivity. Tony, I'll let you take it from here. 
Uh, as, far, as, as far as uh, how you get better, I mean, you know, Shannon was trying to allude to, I guess, some of these injuries, some of these injured players getting them back. Uh, as far, especially on defense, obviously TJ Watt. I think he's they're all everything now. He's the new face of the franchise as far as uh, what it takes for them to win games. If, if he's in there, then they're a completely different team because they, he can affect so much on defense and, and give them better opportunities for a struggling offense. As far as the offense is concerned, how, how, how that gets better, I don't know. I mean, you know, this goes back to, you know, Jeffrey Benedict talks about this all the time. This goes back to that Tennessee game, and Tennessee found out a way, the way to beat them, even though they, they lost that game uh, ultimately. But since that game, it's been a struggle for this offense. And, you know, I went and did some research, and uh, since the, the Baltimore game that came right after it, the one at, at M&T Bank Stadium, They've been behind by two scores or more in 10 out of their last 14 games. And, you know, so this obviously, obviously is not a slump. This is a trend. So the so this might be something they have to endure for a while. And we've seen it in the past. We saw it in 2012, 2013. Those two years were kind of iffy uh, and, and until they've re- rectified the situation. Now, uh, I, I don't know if that involves Big Ben or if it involves another quarterback, but but. Uh, as far as the offense, I mean, you know, some of the best minds in football are are, are figuring this out or trying to figure this out and they can't do it. So I, I don't know what the solution is as far as getting better, other than you have to try to improve the uh, the offensive line. Maybe that starts with bringing back a, a, somebody like Zach Banner, but, but he's such an improvement too. Yeah, that's the thing. Maybe that's the way to get started, but you also have the potential. We do not know how depleted that offensive line is after Sunday's game. And you're losing players that – now, save the comments on this one. We're not celebrating – we're not celebrating an injury to a player. But you have Chooks out with a concussion, and I don't want to hear how – what do you think of his play right now? I'm just saying that Chooks is out with a concussion, and he's a starter. You have Kendrick Green – that might have a knee, might have a tweakage with his knee. That could be a problem too. On a line that is not performing, losing two guys that are probably the best that you have to go out there. That's why they're starters. That's that's an even bigger problem. So, you know, injuries added to insult right now because that's right. an insulting line. The way they're playing but they're even more injured. Yeah. So and, and that's a problem. And I just want to, you know, people keep, and I see it in the live chat, people keep talking about trading for alignment. The, 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 the problems with this line are so great now, and it, it's not just one player. So what makes anybody think that, that bringing in one lineman is going to solve the issue? I mean, this is a matter of, like we keep saying, you're probably just going to have to find the right combination with, with what you have on the roster right now and hope that, that they can gel into a, a cohesive unit by the end of the year. I mean, remember there's three young guys on, on, on this line from left uh, tackle to center. And then you have uh, uncertainty on, on, on at right tackle. So, you know, one, one player is not going to, not going to, not going to do it. I don't think you, you just have to uh, take your hits right now. You have to absorb the negativity and, and hope that you can, uh, that these guys develop by the end of the year. All right. So here's the big debate. You've got, I mean, this could be a chicken and egg situation. You've got a problem right now with the way Ben Roethlisberger is playing. He 
we, the offensive line played a little bit better when he only got hit seven times this week instead of 10 <laughs> the week before against Las Vegas. Right. But here's the thing. If the offensive line finds a way to improve, is Ben good enough, Shannon? I believe so. Um, I think a lot of the the accuracy issues um, is like if yesterday, if he would have hit that one deep ball to Washington, uh, the Steelers probably would have still lost due to circumstances, but you'd probably be a little bit of a different conversation right now. Uh, I seen in one place that it was 11 drops. So you have a combination of Ben's not playing well, but why is Ben not playing well? Uh, Deontay Johnson is his best receiver. He's the guy who, you know, is the best to get in separation and getting open. Uh, he didn't have him. Um, you know, at one point he didn't have Juju. He didn't have Claypool. I, you know, I was trying to figure out who was running routes out there. Hmm. Um, and, you know, again, still not using the middle of the field. Uh, in the, in the intermediate routes, uh, nearly is enough. Uh, so it's a combination of things. Uh, right now, everything looks bad because nothing's working. Um, Will that improve if you take Ben out and put Rudolph in? I can't say for sure. I don't think it will. Uh, I think he's going to have the same issues that Ben's having uh, with the line play and the lack of a running game. Um, you know, either people's going to have to start improving, being included, or changes are going to have to be made. And, you know, I, so I really don't know what the answer is. Tony, is this 2003 all over again? Uh, I think there's the potential there, yeah, because you know, the, the offense has been, you know, it's been the same old story with the offense since, again, since the middle of last year. And it's like, it's like a uh, like when you have a computer problem and, and you or a connection problem, a technical problem. And you're trying, you try the same thing over and over again, and, and you keep getting the same result. Uh, you know, until you until you try something different the issue is not, isn't solved. And, and I don't know, you know, when you saw how they played yesterday, especially in the first half, it was the same kind of plays over and over again. Like, like Shannon said, they're not really utilizing the middle of the field. It's a lot of quick passes, the quick hitters to, to, to Claypool and, and, you know, a lot of dump offs now to, to Najee Harris. So, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's, if it's, if it's going to be 2003 all over again, but it certainly kind of feels like 2013 when, when they, when they, uh, lost a lot of games early on and had to to rebound at the end of the year just to finish at eight and eight. It looks like it might be, it's heading towards that kind of year. You know, I, I, I don't know if it's going to be that. I mean, it could be just uh, as far as Ben, uh, if, whether or not he's done, it's hard to say because I think right now he's afraid to get, he's afraid to get hit and it, he, he's getting rid of the ball so quickly. He's not the same guy that he used to be. And, and maybe rightfully so for him in his defense, he's not 25, 28 years old anymore. He's not supernatural. You know, he's 39, so he, he doesn't want to maybe take that punishment anymore. Uh, unfortunately for him, he is taking a lot of punishment. But uh, I just think he's afraid to get hit, and, and, and he's not sitting back there and, and, and reading the defense. He's just wanting, wanting to get rid of the ball as quickly as possible because he's, he's expecting uh, the, the, the protection to break down, you know, within a second or two. Well, there's always going to be a camp. 
There's going to be a pro Ben camp. There's going to be a, a, a camp that says it's the uh, he's done. And that's exactly where it's going to be. I mean, I think everybody here is pro Ben as far as, you know, they like him, but there's, but the ones that are in the camp that he's done are saying that it's time for him to hang it up and go. So look, I'm not going to, I want to see him work. I, I know exactly what he can do. I still think that's a possibility. I think it's a combination of a few things, but I want to ask Shannon this question. Shannon, I want to make a pizza, but here's the problem. All I have are a bunch of Triscuits. I've got some ketchup and I have some cottage cheese. That's not going to make a good pizza, is it? Do the Steelers have the ingredients for a good pizza right now on offense? Really can't answer that yet. I mean, um, for, you know, on paper, um, the potential's there. Uh, you know, they don't have a true number one wide out, um, but they've got a lot of really good receivers. Uh, they don't have a proven uh, backfield, but they have a number one draft pick. Harris is killing himself trying to be successful and, and get yards and taking on two and three hits every time he gets the ball, trying to, you know, drag out a one or two yard run. Uh, again, yesterday, you know, don't want to make excuses, but without those penalties, he lost about 50, 60 yards right. on a couple of runs and a reception on some really borderline, if not invisible calls. And, his numbers would have looked much different. The offense would have maybe had some, you know, rhythm in the first half. You don't know what's going to happen. Uh, a drop, uh, a penalty, all these things will kill a drive, a missed throw, you know, uh, throwing it to the, the back shoulder when you're trying to, if you lead him in the middle, it's going to be a big play. All these things are happening. And it's, as you said, it's a combination of things. Um, but I do believe the talent's there. Uh, the experience and the execution, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say about that. It's its tough to say. I mean, like putting the finger on the uh, on the problem. Now, I want to bring up Jerry Hall's comment here. This is interesting, and this is a question, and this is a question that I kind of asked on the preview yesterday. Who's calling the plays seriously? So, Tony, I'm going to ask you this, and the reason I'm asking you this, people are, uh, we, we've seen some people are down on Matt Canada's offense, and then when you look at it, you're you're seeing some of the same things that you've seen the last couple of years. It's third and four. You need just a little bit to get a first down, and you're throwing the deep ball on right. the first possession of the game. That's vintage Ben. And look, I love Ben Roethlisberger, and I'm not. This is just. This is not. I'm not having a lynch mob for Ben Roethlisberger. That's not what I'm doing here. All I'm saying is. I saw this uh, this meme on Facebook today or on Twitter, and it was the three Spider-Mans all pointing at each other. And right. one was labeled Feetner, Canada, and Haley. And they were all <laughs> pointing at each other. And so <laughs> is this a situation where Ben's still making the calls or he's calling the plays on his own? And nobody's standing up to Ben, or is this, or is there no imagination? And is it coming from the top? 
I think I think uh, you can see some some of uh, Canada's influence, like like last week's touchdown, the the one to uh, was it Juju, like was it like a, uh, a yeah a, a, like a handoff end around, and then yesterday with the little shuttle pass to, to Fryermuth, that's that has Canada written all over it. But I think they they struggle so much on offense, especially at the beginning of the game, that you have a, a guy like Roethlisberger who's thirty nine. He's, he's been around the block. He he's the most influential person in the organization. Let's not kid ourselves. I mean, you know, and I think he just he just says, look. I'm just going to do it my way because you know he knows what, what's worked for him in the past. I think that's that's what, what what you're seeing a lot, especially in the second half of games, because it looks a, an awful lot like what we've seen in the past. And 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 I think he's more comfortable with that, and 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 that's what he goes to. So I, I think it's just a combination of Canada being new, maybe a, being a, a kind of afraid to stand up to Ben, and Ben having so much respect within the organization that that they let him have the uh, the autonomy. And you know what? So many quarterbacks of his stature do the same things like Tom Brady is known for that. A lot of these guys are, uh, do that. Peyton Manning was like that, you know, waving people off. We're not, we're, we're going for it. So I don't think it's, 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 it's necessarily um, you know, exclusive to Ben. I think it's just quarterbacks of, of his stature uh, do that. And I think that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a, a different, we're seeing uh, Matt Canada in, in stages, but he's not, I don't think he has the, the command yet to make it all his offense just yet. Okay, Wes, uh, who's a good friend of the show, he says this, uh, Canada's offense is predicated upon a quarterback who can run. Right. And so that's not here um, right now because Ben is not – Ben's a pocket guy at this point. And, you know, it, it's, it's kind of tough because you know what Ben can do in certain situations, but it can't be a hundred percent Ben when you have an offensive line, that's not getting it done. I don't know what the problem is with the, uh, on the, uh, with the receivers at this point. And I just don't know because are they, they seem like a talented group. They do some talented things. Then it's not clicking. And when I'm saying it's not clicking, there's certain plays where the, uh, the play-by-play man and the analyst for CBS is saying that, okay, they're just not on the same page on this. Right. How do you get off of the same page when you've had time together and you're in camp? Does this go back all the way to the fact that the guy's playing two or three quarters in a preseason game, Shannon? Two or three quarters, excuse me. Yeah, well, you know, the risk of injury, uh, very few of the, the quarterbacks, uh, especially Ben's age group, uh, would play more than that, um, especially behind an inexperienced line. Uh, but it's impossible to duplicate the, the same pressure situation of a full stadium, um, you know, at practice. And – you know, the younger the 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 surrounding talent is, um, you know, there's going to be a learning curve, and you know they're they're having the baptism by fire, in other words, and um, so there's been a disconnect. There's a disconnect between the the Ben and the the receivers, between the uh, the coaches, staff, and the players. Um, you know. I don't, there's just, they need something good to happen. If they can get a few uh, good plays together, get them a few drives together, you know, start scoring some points, 
uh, it'll build their confidence. And uh, right now it seems like everybody's trying too hard. Right. And and a lot of times when you try to do too much, you end up doing too little. And I, and I get that feeling right now. All right. So we do have a super chat and I love this one. And I want to bring it up. One of our, uh, one of our favorites here is snowman, a longtime uh, contributor to the show. He gives us $5. Thank you very much. Snowman. Uh, I blame Tomlin and Colbert didn't draft offensive linemen when some of the old starters were getting old. So now that makes me think, okay, yeah, they, they went after some linemen this year and we're seeing those guys. It was a third round pick. For your center, Kendrick Green, which was absolutely needed. And we're seeing we're seeing the seeds of something good with Kendrick Green, but Dan Moore, also your uh, your fourth rounder. There's your offensive two offensive linemen. Now we're seeing them now, and they're getting baptism by fire, and that's great. But Snowman has a point. If you look back at the last few drafts, the earliest lineman that was picked in 2020 was Kevin Dotson in the fourth round. In 2019, the earliest lineman that was selected was with the seventh round pick. And not only the seventh round pick, but a seventh round pick out of nine picks. It was the very last pick. So the ninth pick of that draft was an offensive lineman, Derwin Gray, who is, uh, I don't know if he was picked up again by anybody. He was on two separate teams. If you look at 2018, Chooks came with the second pick of the third round, and he was a uh, he was the fourth pick overall for the Steelers. In 2017, none. None whatsoever. In 2000. Excuse me, 2016, you've got Gerald Hawkins in the fourth round. I could go on. 2015, none. 2014, Wesley Johnson, an offensive lineman who did not make the squad, ended up with the Jets. He went in the fifth round. He was their sixth overall pick. But what I'm saying here is, guys, Snowman is kind of right here. They they have not had any priority above the third round with a lineman in all of those drafts. The last time that a lineman was a priority in the first round was 2012. And in the second round, 2012, when you had Alan Fanick, excuse me, not Alan Fanick, David DeCastro. <laughs> that 66 always screws me up. Uh, David DeCastro. And Mike Adams. Right. And then nothing since then. Can, can I say something about that? Go ahead. Well, you know, they they, they, they made it, as you said, they made it a priority in, in the early part of the decade. And before that, they didn't have, they didn't really draft a lineman higher than the, what, the third round after they, what was it, Max Starks in 2004, I want to say, through 2010, because they had they had one of the best lines in the, in the, in the NFL for a stretcher. They had Marbell Smith, obviously Fanica. Jeff Hardings, Kendall Simmons. So they, you know, they, they were trying to address other areas. And, and then, you know, in, in the recent memory, they, they built up that line to one of the premier units in the NFL. So they were trying to fix other areas, like mainly the defense, you know, and that's where you got, you know, guys like TJ Watt came into the picture, Devin Bush. So um, 
you know, when, when you, when you, when you're set in one area of a team and you're still trying to win and they're always trying to win now, it's been their, 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 their motto for years, their mantra forever. They're always trying to win. They're trying to rebuild while winning or, you know, you're, you're going to concentrate your, your resources on other areas. And I think that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to rebuild that defense while the, you know, in the meantime, their, their offensive line was full of uh, pro bowlers. So, you know, I, I guess it, it's kind of easier to say in hindsight, but I kind of get what they were trying to do in, in the moment. All right. So there is so much debate here and we're not going to, we're not going to solve it all in this, uh, in this show. And we're, we don't know if it's going to be, if it's going to be solved at all. But it's something that what we need to do here is is try to find a reason to move on. And when I say move on, move on with the season. And is there hope? Is there a chance to go ahead and absorb the negativity, like Mike Tomlin said, and resolve to be better? We're going to answer that question when we get back, and we're going to answer your questions as well. We're going to open up the Q&A. Go ahead, throw it out there. We'll... we'll I can't wait to see some of these because I know you're you're hurting, your football hurting right now. <laughs> so I definitely agree with you. And uh, there's a lot of Mike Adams was not good. Yes, I'm not even trying to say but that he they was. They addressed it anyway. They addressed it by drafting him. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, it, it was an attempt. Um, yeah, it, it, it didn't work. Just like my uh, Trisket ketchup and uh, cottage cheese pizza. It's n- just not going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But remember, just a couple months ago, we were calling Kevin Colbert a genius. Now, right. after three games, we're blaming him. So we're going to do those things when we get back. Get your questions ready. We're going to throw them in. Well, we'll do our best to uh, make the best of a one and two situation, I guess we can say. At least it's not 0 and 3. With that being said, let's take a break. If you are on Facebook or YouTube, just stick around. We're stretching. We're going to be right back. If you're checking us out on any of the podcast platforms where you download your favorite podcast. So go ahead, download number two. We will be right back right after this. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.